Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you all doing today? As a reminder, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode that comes out every single week. And I am really looking forward to my conversation today with my friend, Jennifer Butler. Hello, Jen. How are you? I am so great. How are you doing? I'm so good. And I'm so looking forward to our conversation today because it has been a while since we've had the opportunity to really sit down and chat. And everybody, what Jen and I are going to talk about today, many of us are navigating the path of divorce, wherever it is that you are. And one of the things that Jen is an expert in is how to help you to figure out what it is that you get to focus on. And based on that, how to create motivation and momentum so that you feel and create confidence, joy, and passion in every single area of your life. And so before we dive in, I want to share with you guys a little bit more about Jen with you. So Jennifer Butler is a certified high-performance coach helping driven professionals design the life they want by activating their confidence, joy, and passion without sacrificing success and purpose. Jennifer combines years of experience, extensive education, and a science-backed holistic framework to empower her clients to reach heightened levels of clarity, energy, courage, productivity, and influence. And the result is long-term success, positive relationships, and improved well-being. So Jen, you You are no stranger to this work because I know that you have personally done this for yourself in addition to all the help that you give your your clients, excuse me. So if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit about your journey and how it is that you came to do the work that you do today. Yes, I would love to. No, I'm not a stranger to it. And I always like to say like, I was my first client, you know, and I kind of still am. Um, I think we're all a continuous, you know, this on this continuous journey of evolution. But I went through a divorce in 2010, I think it began. It was one of those messy, you know, conflictual things that I look back on and think, wow, but I also look back on and think, wow, like, so much of of who I am and what I've become is because of that time in my life. And so, like you said, I'm not a stranger to this work. For many years, I was doing uh, relationship coaching and kind of in that world. And, uh, you know, COVID days when kind of things got really messy again. And I think a lot of us started questioning things. I, uh, I did a really big pivot in my, in my life. I, 
really took a step back and really got in touch with like, what is it that I really want to be doing? What is the message I really want to be sharing? And I realized that I wanted to really be helping people live their best life. Like I just, no matter what challenge, no matter what history, no matter what they were navigating through, I just really wanted to be this, this person who could, could teach and show that you can still design and live the life you want to live, like the life that like sets you on fire and ignites your passion and all those things. It's possible. And it doesn't have to be at the expense of something, right? We don't have to give up our health in order to be successful in our career or give up our relationships in order to have great health, right? Like we really can find a way to be all the things we want to be. And so that's when I kind of did this pivot into high performance coaching and really, you know, spent a lot of time honing in those skills and mastering this framework and, you know, just taking all of my experience, my personal experience, my education, all that, and infusing that into the work that I do today. And yeah. And so here I am, you know, I've even taken a big step six weeks ago. I I resigned from a very comfortable, wonderful job that provided me all the things and decided, you know what? I want to go out on my own, really focus on building my own business and devoting my time and energy to my own self and scary decision. But you know what? Like I did it and I'm going through it and here I am. And, and, and I get to just kind of be out here sharing this with all of, all of your people today. Yeah. And Jen, I mean, you've, you've said, I mean, you've hit the reset button multiple times in your life and you are still standing and, you know, you still have created so much incredible success for yourself. And, you know, I know so many people that are listening are thinking, oh my God, that sounds so scary. How did you leave the cushiness of this? Because many of us don't know where to start. We don't know how to, you know, it's almost like I'm envisioning kind of like we wear all these different hats, right? And we feel like whatever's at the top is the one that gets sacrificed and gets, you know, it gets tipped over because we're trying to be everything everywhere in our life. And one of the things that I always talk a lot about that I'd love for us to explore is that, you know, many times there's kind of like what I call this through line, right? That you haven't identified that is impacting all these different areas of life. And what we see is that there's something individually wrong. We think it's something different in every area. So people tend to get into overwhelm. They tend to get into, you know, analysis paralysis, and they don't know where to start. So let's, let's start there. (laughs) So what would you say to somebody, right? Who is in this place of feeling paralyzed, of feeling stuck and feeling overwhelmed, how do they even begin to think about like one thing that they could start focusing on that would motivate them to move forward? Mm, Such a good question. I think that, you know, and I'll say for me, right. And you're right, because I have done multiple pivots in my life, some of them very, very scary. And when I think back to how, right? Like, how do I, how did I do that? Where did I start? I think it's, I think we all have this moment where we get really connected to what really matters to us. Like, what is that? Why? What is that thing that's at like our heart and soul? 
And when we, when we, and it can, it can be a feeling, it can be a voice, it can be, right. I think we all experience it in a different way, but there's this part of us that we can feel into. And I think we have a choice at that point, right? We hear that, or we feel that, and we can ignore it, right? We can be like, oh, that's crazy, right? That's just crazy. I can't do that. I've got kids. I've got this. I've got, no, 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 no. Or we can give it attention, right? We can really take the risk because I think even just being willing to tune into it is a risk in and of itself. It's a scary step to tune into it, right? So, or, so we can take that risk and, and tune in and listen and really connect to what that voice is saying, right? Or what that feeling is really about and spend time with it. You know, I think that that sometimes we think, oh, if I tune into that, I've got to make some big decision right away, right? Oh, if I, if I, if I, if I even listen to it, or if I even give it, a, give it a chance, then that means I got to leave my job, or that means I got to like go do the thing and jump off the cliff, right? But no, right? Like if you can tune into that voice and just think about, all right, if I were going to even consider that, what might be the next step, just the next step, not worry about anything else, but what might be like one thing I could do to lean in that direction and just commit to that, right? Just commit to exploring that, learning from that, going that way and just seeing what that opens up and just kind of taking the pressure off of the rest of it, right? You don't have to make a decision in the now, just got to be open to the possibility. Right. And I think so many people think so bird's eye view, right? They think of going from A to Z and then the overwhelm kicks in and then they just dismiss it and say, there's no way this is ever going to work instead of just looking at and breaking it down from like, okay, what is A to B? Yeah. So A to B could be entertaining the idea, right? It can be that small. And then the next step could be like, okay, well, how can I learn more about that particular position or are there requirements, education, right? I see each step as kind of like a fact-finding mission, right? It's Mm -hmm. about getting curious about what is possible or, you know, what it is about that that fire that's igniting within you, you know, because similarly, I walked away from a six-figure paycheck and asked for divorce at the same time, like a month apart. And I just, I was like, I have to do this. Like there was just a fire in me and it wasn't like, holy crap, what am I going to do? It was like, okay, I've got two years. I'm giving myself a two-year runway. What is step number one? And I think that so many people, so many of us feel so stuck with the life that we were handed to us by what many of us would say, the lives that we were handed by our exes. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I love that first step of acknowledging what kind of that, that thought is that voice, that feeling that is inside of you. Once you figure that out, right. So many others then get stuck in their heads, right. Their egos kind of start to kick in around why this is a bad idea. How does someone stay focused on that idea, right? So focusing on like the joy and the passion and the emotion behind that. Goal. Yeah, I think there's a couple things. So first of all, I think just, just piggybacking on what you were saying, I think the key is to, yes, it's like step by step, right? It's like, just focus on the next step. 
I think it's also like letting go that there has to be any more steps after that. Mm. Right. So like, I'll even hear my clients do it sometimes. I'll ask them, what would be the next step? And they'll give me like the next five. And I'm like, hold on. Just (laughs) the next one, because you have no idea what you're going to learn in that step, which could open up. You just don't know. And then step two, three, four, five might be null and void because whatever you learned in that step might change, you know, the direction or make it very clear for you. So I think that it's, it's being willing to take the next step and let go of any other steps after that. So there's that piece. And then, oh, okay. And then the other piece is my favorite question in anything, right? And I think what we're talking about here is like a clarity issue, right? right? It's like, there's so much uncertainty, so much lack of clarity. Like, oh, what do I do? What do I even want to do? How would I do it? Like, you just get stuck in that. And my favorite question to ask myself when I'm feeling unclear and trying to figure out anything is who do I want to be in this? How do I want to show up? And I love like accessing the higher self, right? Like if I were the best version of myself right now in this moment, how would I want to show up and see what qualities come? Like, you know, maybe I would want to be like, I'll just use my, my own, right? So when I just took this step away, right? When I was taking that, thinking about taking that step away from this very wonderful and comfortable position, I wanted to show up confident. I wanted to show up curious and I wanted to, I wanted to show up open, right? And by focusing on that, instead of anxious, afraid, like that's what was coming up. But when I stopped and said, who do I want to be? How do I want to navigate this? Wow. Confident, open, curious. Okay. Now I'm taking the phone call. Now I'm asking the questions. Now I'm open to seeing the next step from this, from a, from a more grounded and aligned place, which then gives me the ability to we said like, where do we focus? It gives you the ability to focus there, focus on who you want to be and just take the steps from there because that's really all you can control anyway, how you're showing up. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and what comes up for me too is, you know, how does somebody kind of muster up that energy, right? Because you feel so depleted, you feel pulled in a million directions. You know, Mm -hmm. people always talk about how I never have enough time, right? We're in control of our own time, we're in control of our own energy. But how does somebody muster up that energy when they are feeling pulled in so many of these different directions? Mm. Gosh, there's so many different ways. Let's give one. (laughs) I'm like, hmm, let's see. From an energy perspective, productivity perspective. Yes. Yes, yes. And both. Yeah, right? I think, look, I think that we could look at it from so many different angles, but I do believe that it is first and foremost what you're saying. You've got to own the fact that it is yours. Like, we, create the energy that we need, right? We, we, we generate that. Like we have the ability to 
feel the way we want to feel. And I know when you're going through something really challenging, like a divorce, how impossible sometimes that can feel. But I do think that it is really empowering to hear it and to also know it in your heart that you do have the ability to direct the way you want to feel. And so I think even that just embodying that fact and, and, and connecting to, okay, maybe who do I want to be is a hard question, but how do I want to feel right now? And look like it doesn't, again, it doesn't have to be from A to Z, right? It's like, if you feel really depressed in the moment, maybe it's just focusing on the next step. Like, okay, what would I have to do to feel peace right now? Right. Right. Not from, not from depressed to like jumping up and down overjoyed, but how, what could I do right now just to feel some peace and then being willing to lean into that action. Right. So for you, maybe in the moment, what would make you feel peaceful is taking a bath or, you know, writing a letter to somebody you love or whatever it is. Right. But trusting in whatever that, that, that intuitive knowing that would get you to that next step, trusting in that and being a, being willing to take that action, even though it can be scary, right? Is it going to work? Is it not going to work? What if I do it and it doesn't work? I think we all get in our heads there, but I think it's that commitment to leaning in, trusting your intuition and taking that action, taking that next step. Yeah. And I think you bring up a really good point too, is that, you know, so many of us are so afraid of failure. Yeah. And we many times will say like, I failed in my marriage. I failed in my career. Whereas it's really the marriage failed, right? The career wasn't the right path for you. And really flipping that script and seeing what the lessons are in order for you to pivot and start seeing life as not only just happening for you, but also that you're being steered in a different direction where you will see success. So how does somebody embrace or even redefine what success looks like for them as they're on this new path? Mm. Yeah, I mean, that failure, gosh, that failure narrative, right? It's so painful and it's so limiting because it, it really prevents us from seeing like all the different areas of success that are, or all the, not areas, but all the different ways we can define success. Right. I think even reframing failure, I love your reframe, right? It's like, we didn't fail, but this failed. And then to take that to the next level, which is failure is a necessary part of any success, right? Like anything anything that you're going to be masterful at, anything that you're going to excel at includes a heck of a lot of failure. And so it's like, I know maybe it sounds like a far and crazy stretch, but what if we can find little ways to celebrate the failures, right? And it is through the lessons. It's like, okay, well, what did I learn from this? What was the meaning in this? What am I going to get pull out from this? So that I can actually make it part of my success story. Mm-hmm. I think I think we all have that, especially in divorce. You know, I think 
we all have something, some element that if we really look at it, we can say, wow, like I was really meant to learn this. Or this, you know, this is something that I can take from, from this experience. And I can see that it's actually part of my legacy. It's part of, of why I'm here, what I'm meant to do. And that even makes me think about, you know, when you hear people say, oh, everything happens for a reason, you know, like (laughs) if I earned a nickel for every freaking Uh time I heard that I would be a multimillionaire already. (laughs) I think we all would. We could all like pool our money together and like, I don't know. Oh my God. um, (laughs) It's awful. Right. But I think that if you reframe that, which is like, everything happens for the meaning you give it. And you do have the power to give whatever it is you go through meaning. Mm -hmm. And so pull that out. What meaning are you going to give your divorce? Or what meaning are you going to give this pivot in your life? I think that's where the power is, right? You get to decide the, the reason. Yes. Oh my God. I just wrote that down. You guys, I need to say it again because Jen, that's going to be a quote. Everything happens for the meaning you give it. That is so incredibly powerful that enables you to take your power back. Even just saying it that way, it's like, wow, I have the power to choose Mm-hmm. how I bring this forward, how it is that I choose to do things differently, how I make decisions differently, how I create differently. I love that. I think it, it it's such a great reason. I love talking to you. you. You have these like little nuggets all the time that I'm like, God, that's so brilliant. So, so is shifting into that particular mindset, that alone creates an energy of positivity and possibility, right? So so when you're in this place, right, I also feel like that's what gives you the courage to keep pushing forward. So okay. let's talk a little bit about mustering up that courage, you know, by, by reframing your failures as a success. How do you keep building upon that momentum? Yeah, courage. Uh, again, <laughs> it's, for me, I mean, and, and this is a lot of what we talk about in high performance is right. there's so much leaning into action. You know, courage is really about leaning into action. And what I notice about even my own life, for so long, I thought about courage as the ability to do the big things, right? Like, mm-hmm leaving my marriage, you know, with a very young child, moving across the country with him, all of those things, right? You'd look at that and you'd be like, wow, like, and I would look at myself, wow, I'm courageous. You know, I did some pretty big moves. I must be courageous. But what I started to realize is, yeah, I was making some big moves, but in my everyday life, I wasn't really showing up courageously. I wasn't leaning in and taking action where, you know, I was kind of butting up against my upper limits or hitting little pieces of resistance, right? And so I think that the way we muster up courage or condition courage or condition ourselves to be courageous is really in like our everyday actions, right? It's like, are you having that tough conversation when you're, you really don't want it? Are you setting that boundary even though it feels like setting it like 
feels like you're, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know, jumping off a cliff again, you know, like, are you doing those? Cause it's those little things sometimes that holds us back. And for me, like, that's what was holding me back. That's what was making me play small. I could make the big moves, but it was really like, I'm not show. I'm not leaning in here enough every single day to actually be building that courage muscle or that ability to really be courageous in my life. When I started doing that, that's when things started to really shift for me. Yeah. And, and how did you notice when those shifts were taking place? Cause I feel like so many times we, we just keep going, right? Like yeah. one of my things that I work on really hard <laughs> that I really, really work on is acknowledgement of those accomplishments, yes. right? Yes. Slowing down and really taking in what it is that you have achieved instead of constantly going, well, great, but I'm not there yet, or I haven't hit this yet, or well, and now I have to go do this. So how do people like really take that in and and slow down because I think a lot of us think that in order for us to be, you know, a high performer, that we always have to be in constant movement and there's never time to slow down when in actuality, the slowdown is what accelerates the, the performance, right? Exactly. High perf- yeah. I always say that high performance is not always about doing more. It's sometimes about doing less. A lot exactly. of the times it's about doing less. Yeah. So you're spot on, right? Acknowledgement, celebration, setting those up in advance. Like, are you celebrating yourself? You know, you've got all these goals, but are we, are you setting up milestones, right? Are there little milestones along the way that you can actually celebrate that you can acknowledge? And honestly, like tracking it in some way is the best way. And so for me, it's my journal, you know, it's sitting here next to me and very specific questions. You know, what am I proud of? What did I learn this week? What new insight did I have? What lesson did I, did I, did I pull out from my experiences? You know, what was my biggest challenge and taking a moment to journal about those and really celebrate myself, right? Like, wow, like, gosh, two weeks ago, that story in my head sounded completely different. And now look, now look yeah. at the step I took. But I agree, we've got to be we've got to be taking the time to do it intentionally because otherwise we don't do it at right. all. At well, all. and and I want to point something out because I know that you've talked about this on social media and anybody who follows Jen knows this too. I mean, you talk a lot about the importance of this journal and I know that you were using this when you were going through your certification. Mm-hmm. Do you mind sharing a little bit about that journal because I Sometimes I feel like people are like, oh, well, that sounds like so much work. And, you know, they, they think of journaling as looking at a blank piece of paper, but you actually have and use a high performance journal yep. that has prompts every single day that you keep next to you, you know, Jen, you're watching. exactly. <laughs> so, so will you talk, do you mind talking a little bit about Absolutely not. how much of an impact that has made for you? Again, you guys, this Jen has pivoted multiple times. Okay. She just took another leap of faith, leaving a very comfortable paycheck and position to, to go back and, and start her own business. So this is clearly working for you. So talk yeah. a little bit about that if you wouldn't mind, because I think people see us, right? And they're like, oh, well, that you're special, right? That happens for you because X, Y, or Z. And it's like, no. We have coaches, we have special, you know, documents that we use too. So let's, let's open up the curtain if you don't mind. Absolutely. So I do, I use the high performance journal. 
If you guys haven't heard of Brendan Burchard, you definitely want to check him out. He's the creator of High Performance and the whole thing. And he's creator of this journal. This journal changed my life because exactly what Wendy's saying, I was the person saying, oh yeah, that works for people who are super detail oriented. I'm not detail oriented. I am a big picture thinker and I can't schedule. I can't, my brain doesn't work that way. I had all of this narrative going on in my head. And I finally leaned in. This is one of the things with coaching, right? If you're going to work with a coach, you got to be willing to trust the system, trust the process. Just even when it seems crazy and you're like, this isn't going to work for me, just do it, right? Because you're there for a reason. And so I followed that, my own advice there. And I leaned in and I was like, okay, I'm going to trust this process. And this journal, what it has you do is every morning you're asked very, very specific prompted questions that help you tune into who you want to be, how you want to show up, how you can really focus on all the things that matter to you. Not just, okay, you're building your business. Let's build, build, build my business. But then what about your health and and your relationships, right? right? So really prompted questions to help you tuned into all the things that really matter to you. And then in the evening, same thing, you're reflecting, right? What did you learn? What was the biggest challenge? What would have helped you feel more connected? You know, things like that. And really checking in on on that so that you're tracking your days and seeing, you know, exactly what's happening. And then the piece of time blocking, right? Time blocking every single thing that I am doing throughout the day. So it's not just this running list, which I have that too, but time blocking specifically so that when I wake up during the day, I can just flow. I don't have to think. I don't have to make decisions. I don't have to go, oh, but I don't really want to do that right now. Maybe I should do this, right? Like, no, I just look and I'm like, oh, 2.30? Okay, that means that I'm writing for an hour. Okay, that's my job, to write for an hour. What's amazing about this is that I leaned into it. It took a little while. It was very wonky at first. I stumbled. I didn't get it perfect. All the things. But I will honestly say that I, my, it has rewired my brain. I used to be, like I said, this person who only could think big picture. I would get completely overwhelmed and frozen in details. I now think this way. I now think big picture, chunk it down. What are the steps? How did those, how would I schedule those in? My brain has now learned how to think that way. And so I am just a complete example to anyone out there, not only when it comes to scheduling, when you hear yourself saying, I'm just not that person. Oh, that's just how I am. It is BS, you guys. Like you can relearn anything. We're human beings. We can learn anything. We just have to put some time and energy into it and find someone to teach us, right? A new way. Yeah. So, so this journal, I mean, this journal represents, you know, so much to me because it's not, it's, it's the productivity. Yes. But it's like this journal represents to me that I am capable of anything in my life. I just have to put the attention on it. Exactly. And, and and I'm just th- I thank you for, for being honest and sharing that because it's really about there is no difference between anybody listening right now 
and you and me and Elon Musk. I mean, there's no difference, right? Any of us could become the next Elon Musk if we chose to, if Mm -hmm. we were diligent, if we put ourselves in and did the work, you know, who knew that? I mean, I'm sure if you look back at yourself five years ago and, and you look at yourself today, you're like, wow, I'm an amazing person. Like I would have never thought that five years ago that I would be standing where I'm standing today. And that's what I'm hoping you all are seeing from my conversation with Jen today is that it just takes practice. But at the end of the day, you are in charge of what it is that you want to focus on. You are the one who are, who is in charge of creating that motivation. And, and it takes asking for help. It takes asking for somebody or, or having a journal to help prompt you to figure out what it is that creates that joy, that sparks that passion inside of you because your divorce doesn't get to define you guys anymore. It's not something that is, you know, as you said, everything happens for the meaning that you give it. So give your divorce uh, a meaning that propels you, but puts you guys into that momentum moving forward. Jen, any closing remarks as we come to a a final moment in our conversation today? Yeah, I mean, I love what you just said. I mean, you really do have the power to create, to live the life that you want to live. This is a launching point wherever you're at. And you really do have that power. And I know that can even feel scary depending on where you're at. And so chunk it down, right? You have the power to feel the way you want to feel in the next hour. Just just start there. Hey, like feel good. Feel the way you want to feel in the next hour. Show up the way you want to show up in the next hour. And then the next two hours. And then the next six. And then the next day. And then eventually right? You're directing your life. And so just, uh, I just want you all to know that like you really, really do. And if it doesn't feel that way, you can just, you know, trust, trust in Wendy and I who have walked it, who continue to walk it. There's days I have to focus on the next hour, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's, it's a road, it's a journey, but you guys got, you've got this, you guys got this. Yes. And as do you, it was so wonderful to talk with you. And I love just watching your success and you're such a wonderful role model to so many of us. So thank you for being here, Jen. How can people find you? Yes, you can find me, my website, uh, it's www.jenniferjoybutler.com. Same thing on Instagram, Jennifer Joy Butler, and then Facebook, Jennifer Joy Butler, HP coach. Amazing. Well, you guys, if you want to learn more or to get in touch with Jen, please feel free to do so. She is an incredible resource. She's also, you also have a podcast. That's right. Deep Chats. (laughs) Me and Leah Morris, we uh, have a podcast called Deep Chats and we just get on unscripted. We just chat and just have really personal, intimate conversations And our hope is to model that, to just model that and inspire people to really just go deeper in their, in their conversations throughout their life. Yeah. And it's, it's a great podcast. You guys should really tune in and listen. It's, it's kind of like that moment that you get to tune into that feminine side and just kind of be a fly on the wall as, as Jen and Leah talk and they share 
very vulnerably around these topics. It's a great, great podcast episode or podcast, not just one episode, but (laughs) podcast itself. So (laughs) thank you for being here and everybody tuning in. Thank you so much for giving us your time. As you know, with every podcast episode, what I strive to do is to help you wherever it is that you are to navigate your process, to give you at least one nugget of information that is going to really propel you forward and keep you in momentum to create the life that you desire. So thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. Sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time. 